Welcome to Not a Novice, a time of refreshing and upliftment through the unfailing Word of God with Bishop Victor Collins of Sabre. Bishop Collins is the Bishop of the Good Shepherd Church, a dynamic church located in Canal No. 2 Polder, West Bank Demerara, with branches all over Guyana. Now, here is the message. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Wow, amazing. It's such a blessing to come your way again with another edition of Not a Novice. Um, this is a pre-Christmas edition of Not a Novice, and I'm still, I'm still on what is in a blessing. What is in a blessing. And wherever you are listening to me from, I want you to particularly during this time of the year really work towards a blessing and not just get rich. You see, there's this um, common or general slogan that Jesus is the reason for the season. I think it's a, it's a universal uh, phrase, slogan, whatever you may refer to it as. Um, but you see, that, that is because we, um, we tend to want to make money at Christmas time. I'll offend you if I tell you don't make money at Christmas time. You, you feel that I'm a bad pastor. You know, because what, what else do you do? You have a business and it's a, it's a season. People are buying carpet. People are buying blinds. People are buying, what else? Bed sheets. People breaking down their house. Why should I not bring in some bed sheets from America, New York? And um, some blinds from Chicago. And, you know, sell it and make some little money Christmas time. Why don't I, I put up a little shed, a little table in front of my house. Make a little money, you know, get a little raise Christmas time. I mean, if I tell you don't do that or that's not what you should focus on, you, 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 you will not be happy with it. I'm sure you're not tuning anymore to 102.5 FM. No, but, but seriously, seriously. When we all know the Christmas story, I mean, if you if you're listening to me, I'm sure you've been to um, how do you call it Sunday school before. The story we hear of the wise men who went to see Jesus. They went with gifts. They they went to do something that provoked a blessing. I mean, you, you can never talk about the Christmas story without the wise men. If that is not a blessing, I don't know what it is. But it's a, a good name is better than, than riches. So as much as it's, it's going to be possible for you not to make money, at least give a good portion of it to the church. To the church. And I'm saying the church. Nowhere else. The church. That's, where, that's what I know. That's where I work. And that's where I understand the things of the church. Do you get it? So, what is in a blessing? I'm, I'm still emphasizing on what is in a blessing. If the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 4 that labor not to be rich, uh, cease from your own wisdom, then what are we supposed to labor for? That's, that's what we're looking at. And um, we started by looking at you succeed in life by blessings. That's why Jacob and um, Esau, they fought over their father's blessing. When Isaac was about to leave the earth, 
he wasn't concerned about inheritance. He, he, he had money, he had houses, he had cars, he had businesses. But those were not the focus of his departure. He wanted to make sure that his, his, his firstborn son, you know, took over in terms of a blessing. And that there's a blessing of the Lord that actually makes somebody rich. And it adds no sorrow to it. The second point, what is in the blessing is you start out in life by blessings. You start out in life by blessing. If, if you're going to start anything, you should really ask for God's blessings. You know, uh, coming from the African culture, from West Africa, Ashanti tribe, rich in, in tradition. There's something we call um, customary marriage. That is a type of marriage that parents come together, family come together, and then um, a dowry or the bride price is paid. And when it's paid and um, it, is, it is appealing to the elders of the woman's family, uh, then what happens is that there's something called libation. Libation. Libation is, is, is a process or is, is, is a way of taking something like high wine. And then they pour libation. And libation is they pour on the ground. And then they, they call for the ancestors of their family. And they ask them to rise up and support their, their grandchild who today is, has been honored and, and is being given away in marriage and, and they are provoking the, 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 the great grand grand grands to come up and, and, be, and be a support and bless the child as she's going to marriage. Let me tell you, it's a tradition that I come, I come from. As much as you can call spirits that are dead to come and support you. It's actually idol worship. It's demonic. Because your great-grandfather, Coffee, can't get up and come back. Are you with me? What's your name, boy? <laughs> he can't get up and come and help any grandchild. And so, when you create that environment, there's something called evil spirits. They take advantage of that room you create. The Bible says in the Ephesians of the Father, neither give place to the devil. So when our great uh, our forefathers and our uncles, they create that room, what happens is that evil spirits take that space and they come and they stir up as if they are the ones, as if it's the grandparents who have gotten up to come. Something follows the marriage. I said, something follows the marriage. I'm talking to you. I was born and I was bred in the West African culture in the Ashanti tribe. And I can tell you. It is when Christianity took over from the, our culture. That is when we, we began to refuse the pouring of libation. And sometimes you see people do it around. Emancipation time. People, you know, pour libation to their ancestors. They are dead though. I'm telling you, if they were strong, they would have been alive. If they were almighty or omniscient or omnipotent, they would have been alive. 
The fact that they are dead means that they don't have anything to offer anybody anymore. Well, why am I saying this? I'm saying this because whenever you're going to begin life, you're going to get married, you're going to start a business, you're going to travel abroad, you're going to build a house. Anytime you want to start something substantial in your life, you, it, it needs a blessing. And, and I'm just trying to relate it to my, my culture, where I came from. That, that's what they do. They pour libation, invoking the spirits of, of, the, of the ancestors to come and help the girl who is going to marriage. Sometimes it turns into barrenness. Oh, yes. I can tell you all kinds of things about this. Sometimes it turns into divorce. Sometimes it turns into abuse. Sometimes it turns into all kinds of things because once you invoke nice little innocent girl, it's going to marriage. Good, everything okay. Then you invoke some, some uh, ghost, some jumbi from uh, 200 years ago to come and help her. What can the jumbi do? It's the devil that comes to spoil a person's life and their marriage. And so, many people, if you are a Christian, and if you are not a Christian, I'm provoking you, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to provoke your thinking, that you start, you start in life by a blessing. Let me tell you, blessing is, the, is a difference maker. A blessing is a difference maker. A blessing is a difference maker. Why am I saying this? My conviction and my passion is from the scriptures. The Bible says, As for, and from a child, thou hast known the holy scriptures, which is able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is, which is in Jesus Christ. Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. The Bible says, that so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he, him. Male and female created he, them. I, I like this piece. It's very King James. But look at it. So God created man in his own image. The male was in the image of God, not the female. Ah. I don't know if you are following so God created man, not woman, in his own image. So the man is in the image of God. And the Bible says, in the image of God created he, him. Then, because he created a female also, the Bible says that male and female created he, them. All of us know the process by which Adam was created. Adam came from the dust of the earth. Eve came from the ribs of Adam. That's why men, we are always looking for a woman. The woman is always looking for a man. You're looking for your rib that is missing. <laughs> it's just a matter of time. Even at the age of 12, 13, you see young boys looking for girls and mm, all kinds of things. I mean, it's, there, it's, it's, it's something that we came into this world with. And so he created them and God blessed them. And God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every hair-bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth and every tree in the which is the fruit of a tree-yielding seed. To you it shall be for meat and to every beast of the earth and to every fowl of the air and to everything that creepeth upon the earth. Wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for meat. And it was so. But I want you to look, look at this part. The Bible says, And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply. 
when almighty god you see my, my father in the ministry uh, the world-renowned author the healing evangelist the apostle pastor of a great sheep great shepherd of six thousand churches worldwide uh, the honorable right reverend doctor Dagwood Mills. You get it? He, he, he said something a while ago. He said that when, Jesus, when God became a man, there were a lot of things that he did and there were some things he didn't do. One of the things that when God came, became a man, he didn't do was that he didn't marry. Are you with me? Jesus didn't marry. I said, my father in the ministry always says that, Charlie, we missed it. Because if marriage was the best thing that can ever happen to a living creature that Jesus would have married. <laughs> the father Jesus didn't marry means that <laughs> those of us who are married <laughs> we want trouble. <laughs> we want issues. <laughs> we want challenges. We want people to go into our eyes. Jesus avoided it for the sake of his purpose <laughs> and, his, and his plan here on earth. Uh, you and I, Charlie, yeah, look, I'm sure some people are going to marry December. December is a married season. People are getting married. Hey, people are going into problems. People are going to challenges. People are going to issues. Paul, the Apostle Paul wrote in the first Corinthians chapter 7 that I, I, I pray that you, you, if, I pray that you were all like me. Because the Apostle Paul also didn't marry. But he says that maybe for the sake of fornication, I, everybody should have his own wife. And everyone should have her own husband. But then he said that but in this life, in this life you shall have trouble. The Greek word is telepsis. Trouble. When you marry a man or a woman, it's trouble you're putting on yourself. Man! Hey! Another season I'll preach about marriage. Anybody who marries a man or woman on earth, you walk around, you wear the same dress, walk around and you feel your face, pictures, Facebook, 20th anniversary. It's 20 years of problems. <laughs> That's the reality. I've been married for almost 30 years. By the good grace of God. It's, it's, it's challenges, it's problems, it's issues. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> God bless them. God bless them. And God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply. You start, you need a blessing when you are starting life. Many people migrate. And they don't even think of going for prayer. You see, I I, I will advise you, if you're a Christian and you have a church and you have a pastor, and by the way, you should have a pastor. I'm going to tell you something uh, when I'm closing. You must have a pastor. Why do you have a hairdresser? Why do you have a taxi driver? Why do you have a a place you buy your greens from? But you don't have a pastor. Something is wrong. Something is wrong there. Why is it that you have a place you, you drink? There's a place where if you want to go out and drink, there's a place you go. If you, do, if you don't drive and you want to go somewhere, there's a car driver, you have his number. You call and he comes. Eh? You have a supermarket where you shop at. But you don't have a pastor. You are in danger. You have a tailor. You have a hairdresser. You have a car wash. You have a salon. You have everything. The only thing you lack is a pastor. In this season, you need a pastor. And, and, and I think that if you are going to travel, you need to go to your pastor and say, Pastor, by the grace of God, I've gotten a, a visa to my grade. Please bless me before I go. Bless me before I go. Because as you are going into another world, you see, every country is different. 
Every country has its good, its bad, and its ugly. There are some countries, if you migrate there, your life will change forever. Now, there, there are people, I think there are people that are called deportees. I think they are, they are all over the world. If you go to a country and um, maybe you're unable to survive, and then maybe you get yourself into some trouble or some challenge, and you, know, you go to jail, or sometimes they just send you back to the country, your country of origin. It is called repatriation. And um, the word that people use for people like that is a deportee. I'm sure you probably know a deportee in your life, isn't it? Hey. Now, most of those people, their life changed. You see, they were living their nice, quiet life in their nice, quiet country, doing some things. I mean, as much as things were not all that uh, rosy and, and, and glossy, at least they were eating, they had a place to stay, they had friends, they had family, things like that. And then it was the migration that actually now has, it has tainted, it has tainted them. It has, it has caused something to, to, to not be straight in their lives. Many deportees are not the same again. No, yes. Many, many, many deportees are not the same again. And I'm saying that when God finish creating man and woman he blessed them you are going to start life and they need a blessing if you are moving into another country you need a blessing I say you need a blessing and that is why you probably have come back as a deportee I feel very strong in my spirit that somebody is listening to me somebody is listening to me and that person is a deportee and you're, you are disappointed because of what happened to you. But God wants to give you another opportunity to do well in life right here in Guyana. If you give yourself to him, if you turn around and repent of your sins and hand over your life to him, God says, God is telling me to tell you that he has a plan for your life. You see, we're having a, a convention and um, as I was praying for uh, the church members, I felt in my heart that somebody was going to be poisoned or has been poisoned. And so I, I, I spoke about that and I prayed and I said, you know what, by inspiration, I said that it will just come out, you, you've been poisoned or you're going to be poisoned, it will not affect you. It will just come out as some, you know, the whole day will keep you in the house, you, but, but you're, you're good, you're good. This afternoon, this afternoon, I got a message from one of my church members. He said, Bishop, Thank you so much for your prayers. I believe I was the one who was poisoned. He said, when I was coming to church last night, I bought, I bought food. I bought food. And the way the food tasted and smelled, I don't even know why I ate it. He says, when I went home, around 4 a.m., tender and lightning in my stomach. He said, I have been going to the washroom for almost half of the day. I believe that there was something in the food. And thank you for praying for me because now I feel free, I feel better, I'm delivered. Amen. So I'm telling you, you are a deportee, you are listening to me. God wants to give you another chance. God is saying that there's a good of the land. He wants to give you the good of the land. There's a good in Guyana. There are people who live in Guyana who are doing very, very well. I mean, they can sell their property, go to America, and buy a property there one time, cash. People are doing well. 
others are not. It's not everybody who's crying. Some people who are enjoying as Christmas is coming. Some people are going to rejoice. Power. God wants to give you that, that night. But I would say, if you are willing and obedient, he will give you the good of the land. You're a deportee. You're, 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 you're a guy. You're not a girl. You're a male. If you give your heart to Jesus, he's going to set you up and make you strong. And so, uh, back to what I'm talking about. You start in life by a blessing. When God had the opportunity to initiate people in this life, he blessed them. And that was Adam and Eve. The first thing God did for man was to bless him. Because man's destiny depended on the blessing. God did not provide a school or a university for Adam. He started him out with a blessing. A blessing is what you need to begin your life. If you start your ministry without a blessing, it will not go, go far. Many pastors are unable to thrive because they did not start out in ministry with a blessing. Some started their ministry by stealing other people's congregations. Others started out in ministry by destroying other people's churches. Stealing and destroying do not bring blessings. When you start out without a blessing, you can only expect failure. You can only expect failure. It's only failure you can expect. No, some want to start out their marriage in a beautiful place. Some want to start their marriage on an island. Some want to get married in a garden. Some want to get married on a beach in Barbados, isn't it? As they start out their new life, they want to impress the world with an amazing display of fashion, money, and prestige. They do not think of starting out with a blessing. Many people marry without a pastor being there. And many pastors are paid to do weddings. Let me tell you. The blessing doesn't come because you, you gave money to the pastor. But you, you, you give me $10,000? Or how much money? $5,000? And then I bless your marriage? Do, do you think blessing comes upon a marriage like that? <laughs> don't be deceived. I don't have anything against you going anywhere and getting married. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a blessing that provokes good things in your life. And so, in this Christmas season, I want you to, I said I was going, I was going to say it, I want you to give your pastor an offering for a blessing. If you belong to a church, go to your pastor this Christmas, 24th, 24th. Go to your pastor and tell your pastor, pastor, I have an offering for you. And let him bless you. Let him bless you. If you're unable to do it before the new year, do it so that he blesses you before we enter into the new year. I'm serious. It will change your life. It will change your life. If you don't have a pastor, you don't have a church. Remember, you have a tailor. You have a driver. You have a hairdresser. You need somebody who can pronounce a blessing over your life. It's not your manager. It's not your supervisor. It is a pastor who pronounces blessings over your life. So find one. Okay? If you don't have a pastor, find one. Join a church. Let 2024 be your year of going to church. And let a pastor speak a blessing over your life. Now, as I close, I want us to pray for men. I want us to pray for men. I, I have a very strong feeling that a lot of men uh, are going to be affected in a negative way. We will even lose lives. You get it? At the end of this year. So, your husband, your uncle, your brother, your son, lift them up as we pray. Just for a minute. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray. I come against the work of the enemy against men. 
against the strength of our lives, against those who go out and come in and put uh, bread on our table, the plan of the enemy to take them out of our lives this end of the year. Lord, it is twatted in the name of Jesus. That uncle, that husband, that nephew, uh, that, 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 that brother-in-law, that son, uh, that the devil has targeted. I cover that person with the blood of Jesus. Let the blood of God that protected the Israelites in the, uh, on that night in Egypt, let the blood of God go far and wide and protect men in this nation and in this country. May you not lose men. May you not lose lives. May the covering of the Lord be, be, be active over the lives of men in this nation. Let them not be plucked off and out before they arrive. Satan, take your hands off that, 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 that husband. Take your hands off that nephew. Take your hands off that uncle. Take your hands off that pastor. He will not die, but he will live and declare the works of the Lord. Father, thank you for preserving us in Jesus' name. If you are not saved, pray this prayer with me. Save me, Heavenly Father. I'm a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus died for me. I receive Jesus to be the Lord of my life and my, and my Savior. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. If you pray that prayer, call us on that number. The announcer will tell you the number. Find the church, wherever you are. If you're on the west side, come to our church. It's Canaan number two, Poda, the Good Shepherd Church. Your life will never be the same again. Give an offering. It's a season for blessing. Give an offering. 614 MMG number. I believe God will bless you. Father, bless everyone who is giving to us at this ministry. Even especially in this season, put, put food on their table. Let joy be their portion. Let preservation, oh God, be that which they inherit. And let them change and turn into the new year with victory, with glory, and with power. Thank you for blessing our lives and blessing our time of fellowship together. We start in life by a blessing. Let that never leave the, the hearers of this not a novice service. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you.
You can hear more of Bishop Collins live Sunday at 8am and 10am at Good Shepherd Church, off Stanley Town Road to South Section Canal No. 2, West Bank Demerara, a short distance from the Conservancy Dam. The Good Shepherd Church is the church with direction for your life. Contact us for more information on plus 592-614-7909. We hope you have been blessed by this message. For more information on the ministry of Bishop Collins, please call 592-691-5301 or 592-628-2227 or email us on notanoviceservice at gmail.com. God richly bless your day.